1: Für mich kam es Jerusalem, Jerusalem, city of my dreams. I've been this way some time before, or that's the way it seems. I've walked your streets and I have seen your wall, and I've sung your songs, just waiting for the Son of David to come and take us. Miss Petit and my Let my Let my we can't hear you. we not hear you, are not falling. We're We're not Let's go, let's I uh-huh. thought A lot of places. I've been all around the world, seen a lot of faces. Never know where I was on the horizon. Ooh, well, I know, I know, I know, I know. Soul be rising back home. No, we won't forget where we came from. The city won't change us, we feel.
2: J.M.
0: and the A.M., there we go. Didn't mean to jump right into the next song on that one. Uh, that's Home, done by 613. Before that, Home, done by the Maccabees. Before that one, the Maccabees with Go the Distance. You heard Afachta from Bitachon. Mike Boxer, and before that, the Y-Studs with Bill Vovey and Regesh. Moda Ani, opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Tuesday on this August 2nd, day 27 in the month of Tammuz, the year 5776, Tavshinayin Vav. Uh, Rosh Chodesh is coming Friday morning. Rosh Chodesh Menachem Av this coming Friday morning. And um, that means the nine days begin this coming Thursday night. And uh, Tisha Bav is a week from Sunday. We are in our three weeks format, soon drifting into a nine days format and then uh, continuing forward from there into our regular format. Uh, 71 degrees outside with 81% humidity, winds a north at 7 miles per hour. Cloudy today with a high of 77, then tonight partly cloudy, a low 66. Tomorrow mostly sunny, a high of 80. That's great news for bike for high as uh, we always hope for good weather. We want the riders to have uh, the best conditions possible. No rain is a good place to start. Um, so tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high temperature of 80. Uh, Yerushalayim is right now at 87 up in Guilford, New York. Our friends at Camp missouri are pretty chilly up there. 65, well, I shouldn't say chilly, but 65, which is fine, but only going up to 72. So a um, a cooler day than they've been used to up there. Uh, up in, uh, in Kent, Missouri. So, Bike for Chai uh, begins officially tomorrow morning about 7 a.m. We're going to be up there later today and actually start J.M. in the a.m. Uh, tonight. Right outside their pasta party in the uh, Bike for Chai headquarters in Connecticut. Then tomorrow morning, we'll be up quite early, even early by J.M. and the A.M. standards, <laughs> and, and yeah, there is a JAM and the A.M. standard of early, and um, we'll proceed to the start line and uh, conduct our radio broadcast from there, and um, at about 7 a.m., which for uh, our wonderful listeners will be around 8.30-ish on the, uh, in real time. Uh But for us, as we pre-record some of the uh, program, it'll be about seven o'clock. The, we'll we'll send off the riders on this incredible journey uh, of 180 miles to the world's greatest finish line. So uh, that's uh, what you're going to hear tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, you'll hear a radio show that begins tonight and wraps up tomorrow morning at the start line for Bike for Chai. And um then Thursday, I'll be here in studio live at JM and the AM. And then during the afternoon, uh we'll be a webcasting from the world's greatest finish line uh, up in Camp uh, Simcha. And uh, we've been there before. It's an amazing sight. It really is incredible. So it's two days, 180 miles. We say kolakavod to the incredible riders who have been raising money and have been training and have been... uh Really building up the stamina to get set for this two-day ride. And we'll speak to uh, many of them tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM. So you'll get a, a real feel for what it's like to participate in a charitable ride like this. Right now, Tuesday morning, 6.33 Eastern Time. They have raised six point two almost six point three million dollars. And we of course encourage everybody to go to com website. It's bike number four chaicom dot com. You can see all the teams, all the uh, riders, uh, all the different uh options of who you can go ahead and uh Huh. I just found, I just found a rider who I know as I'm as I'm scrolling through the list. And this rider who I know is over the eleven thousand dollar mark. Unbelievable. Uh, you could go ahead and um and sponsor whoever you wish and participate in that way. It really is an amazing cause. I don't think I need to tell this audience how incredible High Lifeline and Camp Simcha is. So as of now, they are at six point two nine million dollars. That number continues to rise, and we encourage everybody to go to the Bike for High website, bike number four high dot com. Uh, and participate. And again, uh, we're up there tonight. We'll start JM&M at some point this evening, and uh, you'll hear the entire pre-ride show tomorrow between 6 and 9 a.m. Uh, right here at JM&M. There's a lot of inspiring stories, a lot of great rider stories, a lot of great uh, survival stories, frankly, and uh, a lot of touching tales about people who are coming in from everywhere to participate and why they're doing so. so. Get ready for that tomorrow morning right here at jm and And then Thursday, I'll be here again Thursday morning uh, live to remind everybody. But then Thursday afternoon, you'll have an opportunity to uh, both hear and see the finish line when we um, uh, webcast from Camp Simcha when the riders are riding into camp on that incredible high after 180 miles. Just incredible. Uh, plenty more coming up. Thanks for tuning in to JM in the AM. You're listening to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Round the world on the web, JM in the AM.org and of course on the NSN app. <laughs>
1: My daddy told me the story of a little David who stood at just a five foot high. I won a one rock from a slingshot made old Goliath die. People came from miles around just to shake his hand. You see, it's not the size the man in the fight. It's the size of the fight and the man. I said, Amen. Oh, hallelujah. The prophets all say it's true. You can do anything on earth under heaven that you set your mind to do. I said, Amen. Oh, hallelujah. With heaven as your helping hand. You see, it's not the size of the man and the fight. It's the size of the fight and the man. Here we go. Now, He didn't bat an eye. He blew the ram's horn seven times and circled around the town. And the people of Jericho hit the road as the walls come tumbling down. I said, Amen, oh, hallelujah. The prophets all say it's true. You can do anything on earth under heaven that you set your mind to do. I said, I said, Amen,
2: oh, hallelujah. It's your helping hand You see it's not the the size of the man in the fight It's the size of the fight in the man
1: do, I said, I said, amen, oh, hallelujah, with With heaven heaven, as your helping hand.
0: peller would like to apologize for the previous 24 seconds. I saw Ani from a vocal version here at JM in the AM. Seven minutes before uh, seven o'clock. Good morning on a Tuesday. Seventy-one degrees, cloudy, and a high of seventy-seven. Well, I just posted it, so I guess I believe it. Amari Stoudemire is going to Israel. It's pretty amazing how Paul has signed him for two years. And uh, as the New York Post article says, he never won an NBA championship, but who knows? Maybe he'll carry them to an Israeli league or European league championship. That would be pretty cool. I know Paul Yerushalayim has made uh, great strides and efforts over the last couple of years to become as great a team as they can be. So this might be a very big step. Um, Before the uh, SI&I, you heard the greatest medley ever, as declared by the folks at AKA Pella, Gershon Virobo with Fight in the Man. Cloudy today with a high of 77. Tonight partly cloudy, a low 66. Tomorrow mostly sunny, a high temperature of 80 degrees. Good news for the Bike for High riders that we are expecting good weather. Good news for those who want High Lifeline and Camp Simcha to raise a lot of money through Bike for High because they're up to $6.29 million. And that number continues to climb. and uh, those of you out there who are um inclined to help out to be part of the um experience and watch high lifeline uh, have a, a tremendously successful event go to the website com, bike number 4 com, and participate we'll be there tomorrow morning at the start of a bike for chai We'll be there at the starting line at the hotel in Connecticut. And um, Thursday, during the afternoon webcast, we will be uh, starting at one forty-five Eastern Time. We will be um, live at the world's greatest finish line up at Camp Simcha. So, we are anticipating an amazing and incredible... Finish line, and a wonderful and refreshing starting line. <laughs> the starting line is more refreshing than the finish line. <laughs> the finish line is more incredible than the starting line. Uh-huh. Uh, tomorrow here at JM in the AM, Team Meridian has broken one million dollars. Team Cyclist S Y Cyclist has broken six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Some really amazing and incredible. Uh, Fundraising efforts going on to make this a, an amazing and incredible event. Later in this program, we're scheduled to speak with representatives from ImTirtsu. It's an organization that we have focused on in the past. Later in this program, Ellie Gerstner is scheduled to join us. Once the three weeks in Shabbos Nachamu end, Camp Hask has a major event that he is Putting together here in New Jersey. We'll talk about that here at JM and the AM. Our friends at Amcha have already announced the Tishabov Prayer Service. It's happening at the Isaiah Wall. I believe I was there last year. Wasn't I? I think so. The Tishabov Prayer Service at the Isaiah Wall is a mincha, the 39th annual outdoor prayer service to uh, call attention to endangered Jews worldwide, whether it be Europe, the uh, former Soviet Union, the growing BDS movement. The uh, service is led by Rabbi Avi Weiss. Among the uh, speakers will be Shimon Mercer Wood, Spokesperson and Counsel for Media Affairs at the New York Israeli Consulate. And we get to David Mincha together. Uh, information about the event, you could dial 212-663-5784, 212-663-5784, or you can email tishabov at com. T-I-S-H-A-B, excuse me, T s t i s h a h b a v at aol.com. So there you go with that. Uh, RCCS Barbecue is tonight in uh, front of the home of the Rand family on East 22nd Street in Brooklyn, New York. We wish them the best of luck. They always do an amazing event. Uh, Want to wish good luck to our friends at Project Witness. Tonight is the world premiere of their original riveting documentary, Daring to Rescue. It's happening up at Gustavino's on East 59th Street in New York City. They'll present the first Legacy Award. Guest speaker will be our Mayor Lau. Daring to rescue his untold stories of Jewish heroism during the Holocaust. And again, it happens tonight. Information, uh, you can uh, you could go to projectwitnesspremiere.org, projectwitnesspremiere.org or dial 718-WITNESS. 718-WITNESS, and we wish everybody luck on that. This coming Sunday, the Mizrahi. On the Lower East Side has a 8.30 Shachris, and then a morning of learning on the theme of Yerushalayim in preparation for Tishabov. It will be held at the Mizrahi 249 East Broadway in the Lower Manhattan with guest speakers by Aviad Bodner and our very own Mayor Weingarten. Everyone's invited, Mizrahi.les at gmail.com, Mizrahi.les at gmail.com for uh, all the information on that. Alrighty. So there you have it. A lot of things going on this time of year for the uh, three weeks and nine days. And um, we'll try to remind you about as many of them as possible. Bike for Chai is tomorrow. Start line is um, going to be heard on this show at about 8.30 in the morning. Uh, with a full three hours, that we're going to begin actually recording tonight from the pasta party up at the hotel in Connecticut. And we say kala kavod to all the riders, so many of them participating at such incredible levels of fundraising. It's really amazing. So you'll have an opportunity to uh, go to the website, bike dot com, bike 4 com, and participate and be part of the entire experience. And we'll remind you, of course. And Thursday afternoon, don't forget, Thursday afternoon, make sure we're on. If you're traveling, if you're already on the road, perfect opportunity to listen on the app, uh, the NSN app. Uh, You'll be able to um, hear our report as the hundreds of riders get to Camp Simcha in what's called the world's greatest finish line. It is an amazing experience. We had the opportunity to experience it last year. And to bring you the sights and sounds, pretty amazing. 7 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday, and you are listening to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9, in the FM Dial Broadcasting Live. From the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course on the NSN app utilize the opportunity on the NSN app to be in touch with us via the NSN app. When you have the NSN app for Android or iPhone, you can just uh, go to the home screen. It says add a comment, and you can let us know what it is you'd like us to know. Some people are talking on the uh, app about the um, about the, um, a top nine at nine, which is going to be on tonight. You can vote for that if you go to the NahumSiegel.com dot com webpage and go to the nine at nine link at the very top. That's one way to participate. Gale Israel Army Radio, two PM newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Toe
3: from Jam and the AM. גלי צהל השעה שתיים, כנהוד גרף עם מה שקורה עכשיו. הותר לפרסום כי סטודנט מחברון תכנן לבצע פיגוע עם מטעני חבלה וסכינים ברכבת הקלה בירושלים ונעצר ברגע האחרון. כתבנו אריאל זיגלר.
2: עלי אבו חסן בן 21, תושב הרשות הפלסטיני, תכנן לבצע פיגוע קשה בירושלים כי נקמה על ביקורי טיירים
0: he went to Israel and found a place to take him to the attack. In the morning of the attack, after the attack the airport, and after he was looking for a number of opportunities, <laughs> he began to take the attack on the The
3: Yosav Rosh Vatah Aliyah and Akalitah, Yosav Rosh Vatah Aliyah and Akalitah, Zoham, in the case of the national national minister, Sir Shalom Gjerbi, the necessary forces, They In the case of an attack. Alona Belkin spoke with him. This is ואני קורא לרשות להחשוף את המשרדים האלו על נטפל בהם במסגרת חוק נגד הגזענות. מעצרו של העבריין בן כהן החשוד כי הטריד מינית מטופלת בבית החולים במהלך שיקומו לאחר ניסיון החיסול, או ערך ביום אחד. לפני הדיון בעניינו אמר כהן לחתבנו אורי איגרה, מעלילים עליי רק בגלל מי שאני. סתם, תוקעים לי את הדברים,
1: סתם לא עשיתי דבר, אולי טיפה על הגבול זה כלום קרה מה עושים? מה קרה? מה עשיתי? לא עשיתי
2: שם דבר שם שזה בראש כאלה
3: דבר ממצא מזה וזה פעלי של של שיפוק הפרק ליטוט הגישה כתבי אישום נגד ששת המורים מתל אביב שנעצרו בחשד להתעללות בתלמידים מדבך כתבנו איתמר קציר
2: ששת אמורים והשמים ביד אללו נפשית וגופנית ממושחת באשרים ושניים מלדים בני שלושה דאسر. על פיקת אברהם נאשם ממרכזי רוזנ菲尔ד אפיצה בגימור צה"ד כחשים וatakח מניתו
3: שלושה שוטרים הותקפו ברהט על ידי בני משפחה של חשוד שאותו הם הגיעו לעצור. כתבנו רמי שני. משפחתו של צעיר תושב רהט שהיה מעורב על פי החשד בשוד אלים של אישה בעירוו לשני כשבועיים, תקפו היום שוטרים
4: שבאו לעצור את החשוד. הם פגעו בשלושה שוטרים שנזקקו לטיפול רפואי,
3: שלושה בני משפחה נעצרו ואיתם החשוד בשוד. The term 4,000 that the film <imitation> is a great thing. The film is a great thing. The film is a great thing. The film is The film <imitation> is a is The film is The film is a great thing. The film is a great thing. The film The film is נ zag'ה עיר חם מהרעל. מיסרד אבריאוד מזוהרת ציבור מרחצת בخوف ירושלים ובחخوف דולפינאריום שבתל אביב באקווה זיהום שיתגלא מתקלה בתחנת
1: I'll take you
0: There you have it that's peace of mind done by schlockrock off of Schlockapella here at jm in the am 12 minutes after seven o'clock 71 degrees cloudy skies and a high temperature of 77 we're at bike for high starting tonight which means you'll hear the program tomorrow morning including the big start line tomorrow morning here at jm in the am it's quite a scene quite a uh an inspiring scene when you um Get to witness hundreds of riders start their 180 mile journey. On Thursday afternoon, they get to Camp Simcha. We'll be there as well. You'll be able to uh, join us on the web at com on the NSN app and see and hear all the excitement from the world's greatest finish line up at camp. <clears throat> so, very much looking forward to it. Bike for Chai till this point has raised almost 6.3 million dollars and if you go to the website you could participate donate you could register online and um, and donate uh, for any rider or team that you wish to support whose efforts you wish to support com, bike number 4 com, bike number 4 com. it's as simple as that and uh, your contribution will be added to this incredible total and this amazing record breaking year will continue, thank God. Really is unbelievable. JM and AM at thirteen minutes after seven o'clock on this Tuesday. And um Yesterday we got confirmation. As I'm saying this, I'm gonna make sure we have confirmation. <laughs> yesterday I believe, and soon I'll be able to confirm that we have uh that we have gotten confirmation that we have a special live performance coming up this Thursday here at JM and the AM. Apparently there is an a cappella group out of Israel that has uh that has made quite a uh, quite an impression on a lot of people out there. And on Thursday morning here at JM in the AM, they are scheduled to be here in Jersey City with a live three weeks performance for us in studio. Um, oh, I know where I could find the confirmation. It just hit me. It just hit me. Um, here we go. So it's a live performance, it's coming Thursday, and uh, the group is called Keep Alive, K-I-P-P-A, Keep Alive. And apparently there are um, a variety of uh, summer camps and groups that have already seen them on tour in this area over the last few weeks. We get our chance Thursday. So Keep Alive, if you want a live three weeks performance to spice things up a bit before we start Rosh Hashanah in the nine days. Uh, You'll have it this coming Thursday morning, please, God, here at JM in the AM. And we are certainly looking forward to it. It should be a lot of fun. More coming up at JM in the AM. Here's Jesse Rosenberg and company. Ich
1: khohe in Jerusalem, ich khohe mit der Sterne in Jerusalem. Ich khohe in Jerusalem, ich khohe mit der Sterne. In Stadt schön lechi, eh mein Herz I'll the it since Back have been
0: JM in the A.M., that's the um, Asher Burra done by A.K.A. Pella here on a JM in the A.M. three-weeks format Tuesday. Uh, Tomorrow we are with Bike for Chai at the start line of uh, the incredible ride. I love bringing that to you, and we get to uh, do that tomorrow morning here at um, JM in the A.M. <clears throat> the finish line is Thursday. We'll be there starting about about 1:45 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday from the finish line, the world's greatest finish line up at Camp Simcha. So make sure to join us for that. All the sights and sounds you can catch it on the NSN app, and of course uh, participate with us by commenting on the app, etc. Bike for Chai till this point uh, has raised. Just get let's get the latest uh, figure here has raised $6.29 million. Uh, you can go to the website, uh, bike 4 Chai, the number 4, bike 4 com, and you can uh, uh, give generously, give whatever you wish, and participate in this incredible effort. It really is amazing. And um, your contribution will count toward this incredible figure that will be a record breaking figure for High Lifeline for this year. So to check that out, go to bikeforchai dot com and participate. I believe we have a repeat of um Morning Chizuk for today. Uh something you may have heard uh, earlier in our three weeks format. And we'll do that next here at JM in the AM. Uh Rabbi David Goldwasser's words Achaneshmasar of Sivalevi and Esther Baser Sivalevi." Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser
2: with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We're going to be continuing with our series on the three weeks. We learn in Yerushalmi, Koldor nivna any generation that is not successful in building the Beis Olav in its days, ke'ilu it is considered as though that generation has taken part in the destruction of the Beis Amikdosh. The Svazemis comments that this chazal is surprising. We've had many generations of Tzaddikim and Kedoshim when the Beis Hamikdash was not built in their days. Could we possibly say on those generations that they destroyed the Beis Hamikdash? The Svastimus explains that each generation has certain pu'ulas to accomplish, specific avodes HaKodesh, which is cumulative towards the end result of bringing the Geula the Redemption. One could not realistically imagine that there is such a great generation in whose sole merit the redemption will be brought. Rather, every generation has its responsibility to add yet another brick to the edifice in Shemaim representing the structure of the Beis HaMikdash. The building continues throughout all the days of the Golos. Like we say in Bech Hamazon, Boinei Yerushalayim, it's an ongoing activity. Therefore, the intent of this Chazal is that if there was no construction that took place in a specific generation, meaning that nothing specifically was done for the sake of the future hamikdash, then the Geula is yet delayed and that generation is in effect contributing to the Khorban, the destruction of the hamikdash. In our generation we have to understand that we too are responsible to make our contribution towards the future binyan of the Besamikdush. We have to do what's necessary. Certainly, Avas Yisrael, increasing the love that we have for each other, is an important step to take. There was a tailor once commissioned to stitch a set of identical suits for two brothers. Dressed in their new suits, the children went out and passed under a ledge where a number of cans of paint were set up. One of the cans of paint suddenly tipped over, completely coating one of the boy's new suit. It ruined it completely. His brother, however, got away with just a few splatters of paint on his suit. They quickly ran home. Understandably, the one who was totally covered with paint was very distressed. He cried bitterly. The other brother, however, was happy that his suit had been barely damaged. The father, seeing the boy's anguish, immediately called the tailor to fashion a new set of clothes for his son. The other son's suit was spot-cleaned. The Benishchai explains that B'nai Yisrael could not be redeemed from Mitzrayim until they totally despaired of ever achieving any level of importance within the society of Mitzrayim. Once they had sunk to the lowest depths of spiritual pain and suffering, Hashem could no longer withhold their redemption. Just as the young boy's misfortune, the pain and the tears which he had, ultimately resulted in another set of new clothes. Says the Ben so to our future redemption can only be brought about with our sincere tears of distress and anguish. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser. Bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
1: At a time.
0: the a.m. on a Tuesday morning, three weeks format Tuesday. My name is Nachum Siegel and this is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM Dial, broadcasting live in the Sonya and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, JN.org. Many of you will recall years ago uh, we had guests on this radio program, and we actually broadcasted more than once from their headquarters in Jerusalem from an organization called Imtirtzou. It is known as the largest grassroots Zionist organization in Israel. A large portion of Imtirtzou's activity is dedicated to highlighting the BDS from within phenomenon, which is essentially Israelis in Israel, believe it or not, working to delegitimize the country. Much of, this, uh, much of this is unknown outside of Israel. Today we get an opportunity to hear about it. It's an unfortunate situation, but a very important one. Eitan Meir is with us. He's the head of English Development and External Relations for the Imtirtzu movement. And he joins us live by a telephone, representing their leader, Matan Peleg. Eitan Meir, welcome to JM in the AM.
4: Hi, Nachum. Thanks for having me.
0: A pleasure. So Imtirtzu's roots go way, way back, don't they? <laughs> because the name of the organization... Well, explain to our audience where the name of the organization comes from.
4: So the name is, uh, in Hebrew, it's two words, Imtirtzu, which translates as, if you will it. It is taken from uh, Theodore Herzl's famous phrase, if you will it, it is no dream. So Imtirtzu, like you said, was actually founded in two- way back in 2006. It was founded after the Second Lebanon War, and uh, we basically realized that there was a need. There was a need of the country to uh, advance and promote Zionist, Zionism in Israel. Which, so, like you said, is kind of... Uh, you, would, you wouldn't think that it's actually needed, but you would be surprised. As We're going to talk about it. It's very much needed, and uh, we're happy to do it.
0: How'd they find you? And I, I ask it like that because, as I remember the old guard, there were very few English speakers, uh, and they didn't make much of an effort, really, to communicate with you know people outside of Israel. How did you get... Uh, uh, linked up with the people at 2?
4: So I actually I was born I was born and raised in New Jersey and uh, I made aliyah back in 2008 and I did the army I did the Golani Brigade I was a combat soldier and while I was in the army I I was encountered by a really in, insane when I look back at it a very insane happening when I was at a checkpoint there was a lot of people that were filming us we didn't really know what was going on and we said okay nothing to worry about six months later. My friends see me, myself. I'm on YouTube. They see me at the checkpoint, going about you know our usual activities, checking the people to make sure everything's okay. And what happens at the end of the video is that they interview someone. They interview a guy that we stopped because he was on our list, and they asked him what happened. So the guy said that they apprehended me, and then they beat me. They called me a dog. They didn't let me go to the bathroom. Horrible things that did not happen. 100% did not happen. So already back then, I started asking myself, who are these people, and who are these organizations that are doing this? The organization, by the way, is called Mach so Much, but uh, I guess we can get into that a little later. And after I finished the army, I started university in Israel, and I encountered this group called Intertsu. And they actually started, they were talking about the exact thing that happened to me, about these organizations, these Israeli organizations that are act- actively delegitimizing the country and are harming IDF soldiers as well as the Israeli public. And so I said, I have to join. And I was a coordinator at bar University for two years, and then uh, a few years later I joined the, the staff as the head of the English
0: department. Eitan Meir is with us. So, I mean, I'm sure there are people asking themselves right now as they hear this conversation, why is an organization like this necessary in Israel, and why is it such an important organization, especially on Israeli college campuses?
4: So we kind of say an two that we have two main functions. One is to do good, and the second is to stay away from bad. When I say do good, I talk about volunteer work, whether it's with Holocaust survivors, visiting hospitals, IDF bases, integrating minorities into Israeli society, which is a big thing that no one else deals with and is very important, and as well as on campus. We host a lot of Zionist lectures and many other pro-Israel activities that otherwise would not exist. On the other hand, we have the staying away from the bad. And by staying away from the bad, we're referring to combating the anti-Israel phenomenon within Israel like you mentioned that people in the U.S. are very familiar with the BDS movement. but like mm. They don't know about the similar phenomenon in Israel, which is the BDS from within phenomenon, and it's prevalent in academia, in the media, in the culture, and especially in the civil society. Now, in the civil society, we have all these NGOs that receive funding from foreign political entities, such as the New Israel Fund, in, which is based out of New York, as well as foreign governments. You take your pick out of all the European countries, and you'll, you'll find governments that fund these organizations. And uh, these NGOs work to undermine Israeli democracy, and they harm and legitimize the country. So a large portion of our activity is dedicated to that, and that is a big reason why we're, we're needed.
0: It is, um, it's hard to get past that. It's hard for a lot of people to believe that college campuses in Israel, and I don't know what the percentages are, is there a way for you to quantify it in terms of what, num- you know what? what number or percentage of students have leanings like you just described?
4: So that's the thing. The students are very Zionistic and they're very pro-Israel. The, the people that are, are propagating this anti-Zionism are actually the professors in, in the universities. And uh, you, you kind of see a similar thing in America as well. As it happens, it happens to be that academia is usually ruled by the, the left, and in Israel's case, the relatively hard left. So, uh, so that's important to understand as well Is that this BDS from what's in phenomenon is not supported by the people at all. It's a tiny minority, but the reason that it's so strong is because it gets power from all the money they get from foreign governments and the new Israel Fund. And we view this as not being healthy for Israeli democracy, and it's exactly what Institute does. We expose these organizations, and we start talking about it. We want the people of Israel to understand who these organizations are and who's pulling the strings, because it's not Bezalem. It's not breaking the silence. It's not Din, It's not rabbis for (laughs) human rights, but it's Denmark, Holland, France, Germany.
0: But here, rather, <coughs> excuse me, but here on the college campuses, you have the academics, you have the professors who, you know, who have a certain point of view, and they have a following. They have a natural following among many who are anti Israel or have, you know, feelings that would create an anti Israel environment, uh, you know, in their class or whatever the case may be. If what you're saying is true, that the majority of the students. In Israel are as Zionistic as you're painting it, th- th- then to whom are these professors preaching? I mean, how are, they, how are these uh, uh, efforts gaining any speed, any momentum?
4: Well, I, the whole point of it, too, is that they won't in the future, is that we're training a new generation of Zionists to be the elite, to be the professors. But if you're asking how they're actually doing this now, it's because we view this as an as a endless cycle. The people that are ruling in academia are, are slanted to the radical left. They only employ the people who they like. Right-wing professors have a very hard time getting tenure. They always face problems because the people that are actually deciding if they get promoted or not are the anti-Zionists and the pro-Zionists that we're speaking about. So it's an endless cycle that just perpetuates and we're really hoping that through our activities, especially we have one program of a program for Zionist thought, which uh, we can get into, and the, the goal of it is to educate students in Zionism, to say this is not a matter of left, this is not a matter of right, it's a matter of patriotism, it's a matter of Zionism, right. and we want you to know, we want you to get another side to the story.
0: Uh, Eitan Meir is with us um, uh, from mt in Israel. So based on the way you're describing it, uh M-tier-tzu, I assume, has a very large following uh, among students in Israel. If most, of yes. them, if, if most of them agree with the premise of your organization and they, they actively want to respond and are passionate about the cause, I would assume you're able to attract people pretty easily.
4: Yeah, and which is exactly why we're the largest Zionist movement in Israel. We have 6,000 active members, and these are the people that actively volunteer. We're, we're a very small staff, and we run on volunteers. We run on people that just want to get to the country. They help set up events. They help. They, they help also make these activities. What we have is that we have a branch coordinator at, every uni- at 15 universities slash colleges throughout the country. If something happens in a student a certain university, the branch coordinator calls us up and they say, listen, this happened, I want to do this. Well, uh, there's a someone in the community that, that is in need of help, and I want to help, I want to organize a volunteer trip. And then we provide them the logistics for them to do it.
0: Right. Boy, oh boy, I'll tell you. All right, tell us about the program for Zionist Thought.
4: So the program was, it was founded in 2012, after we were approached by a number of students who said that they basically had enough. All they heard about was how batters are was, how the War of Independence was being referred to as the Nakba, which is Arabic for catastrophe, and how the idea of soldiers commit war crimes, which is the things that you hear about in classrooms. And by the way, when, if, when you complain about it, often the administration, they kind of turn the other cheek. They say, no, it's okay, it's not a big deal. But I guess that's a whole a separate issue. So we realized that there was a need to provide Zionist education in universities. So in 2012, we started one program in Hebrew University. Now we have four different programs in four different universities, and it is the largest extracurricular activity in Israel. We have amazing speakers such as Nobel Prize laureate Israel Uman, the Jerusalem Post editor Caroline Glick, former ambassador Yoam Edinger, Rabbi David Stav, Father Gabriel Nadas. I don't want to continue because I'm afraid of leaving someone off. We have a, a very great lineup, and there are hundreds of students that just pour into the classrooms, and they don't get paid. They don't get anything. It's after school hours, and they come to hear these lectures because they want to learn.
0: Are students afraid of being penalized if they're found to be at one of these lectures?
4: (laughs) I don't know how the the (laughs) professors look into these lectures, but in class the students are 100% fearful for their grades. We have encountered numerous circumstances of students being afraid to speak out, And I'm talking about speaking out just for academic purposes, because they know that if they speak out with a right-leaning or a Zionist-leaning, their professor is going ahead and penalize them. And we actually brought, it last year, there was two conferences, uh, sorry, there was two committees in the Knesset about the situation that Institute brought up. We brought students to testify in these Knesset committees about what's going on. And uh, just when I say Knesset committee, I just got reminded that from our program for Zionist thought two days ago, a uh, member of Knesset Oder 4 from the Israel Beit Party actually submitted a bill based on the program for Zionist thought. He, he, uh, he got wind of it and he liked it so much, he submitted a bill that would require all the academic institutions in Israel to require a mandatory class in Zionism. Wouldn't be left, again, wouldn't be right, it would be Herzl, Ben Goyon, Beryl Katz and Elson, Greenberg, the whole lot. And uh, we, we're very hoping that it passes. We think it's very critical for students in universities to get even a little bit of Zionist thought in the curriculum.
0: Wow. Aside from the lectures and the and the specific work on campus, I seem to remember there was um i don't want to say protests and demonstrations, but there were there were public uh, gatherings of Imtirtzu to try to uh, to you know in in one collective voice to try to get certain points across the Israeli public. Does that still take place?
4: yeah it, it's basically on a, on a circumstantial basis. For example, uh, around two months ago, Ben Gorn University in the South, they decided that they were sponsoring a lecture featuring Breaking the Silence. Now, we're all for academic freedom. Breaking the Silence wants to come, they can come. But Dorn University is a publicly funded university, and they actively hosted this organization that defames the IDF and that is basically is fodder for the BDS movement. So what we did is we organized a large protest. We got all of our students, and as well, all the people that were against it, and they protested, protested, protested the university, and they said, we're not for this. We're your student body, listen to us. At the end, the conference did take place. However, the following month, which was a few weeks ago, the university decided to cancel a prize that was going to be awarded to Breaking the Silence. And it's many things like this is that the way that we do it is that we get the Israeli public behind us, and then we, whether it's through the media or going out to protest, and we show to the universities as well as to the legislators that this is the will of the people and this is what we want. And after we do that, the legislators are able to enact legislation, such as the transparency law, which just passed, or like the or like McGowan University, which is to cancel the prize that was supposed to be awarded to breaking this out.
0: Wow. You're doing great work, I'll tell you that much. Uh, how do people get information about the Program for Zionist Thought, and in general, how do people get information about 2 I'm assuming that you are open to support from outside of Israel for those who want to see this effort continue.
4: Yeah, we're very open to any support we can get. And uh, the best way is just to go to our website, which is I L slash en, because that's the English side. And, uh Or you can email me personally, which is etan.org.il, etan with a Y. And yeah, we want all the help we can get. This is, we view this as a essential movement for, really for the survival, survival of the future of the Jewish state because these organizations and this phenomenon of anti-Zionism and post-Zionism seeks to destroy the Jewish and democratic nature of the state, and there's no other way about it. And it's very important that we have the whole nation behind us because that's the only way that we're going to be able to stand up to the, the power that these organizations get from all the foreign funding from the New Israel Fund and the foreign government in Europe.
0: You have any idea what... Um... The number of college students on Israeli college campuses is? Do you have any idea what around how many there are at the moment?
4: In total, I'm not sure. I know that they basically range in the, the big universities around 20,000 or so.
0: On each one of the and campuses.
4: there's also smaller colleges. Right. So there's only there's several universities and there's a uh, handful of colleges as well.
0: Wow. A lot of work to be done, huh? Yeah.
4: Yeah. But uh, we look forward to the. We're not happy that we have to do it, but we're happy that we have people that are with us that are willing to do
0: it. I just wonder if the founding fathers and mothers of Zionism ever would have suspected that the Israeli college campuses would be one of the most prominent places where anti-Zionism is being preached.
4: I'm sure they wouldn't.
0: <laughs> it's just unbelievable when you think about it. But your successes, but your successes especially uh, on the campuses and in the Knesset are noteworthy. I mean, that you've been able to make this type of progress, uh, people don't even realize what was going on 10 years ago before m existed, and uh, now obviously you're making a tremendous number of inroads. So,
4: Yeah, the, the whole idea of the foreign-funded uh, organ- NGOs, which should really be put in <laughs> quotations because they call themselves non-governmental organizations, and you can't really be non-governmental if you receive a large portion of your budget or the majority of your budget from governments, right. which is very ironic but no one knew about it until we started calling them out and we started saying guys listen look what's going on in our country and that's the reason why we also why the radical left is not a fan of us which are very happy because they rather op- they want to operate without anyone knowing they'd rather go to the Knesset hearings they'd rather send their lawyers to represent terrorists in court which is what happens and it's happening every day that they have actual lawyers that are funded by these foreign governments I and mean, the New Israel Fund that are representing terrorists and their family in court they want to keep on doing this but. We're not such a fan of this, so we're happy to let the Israeli public know and decide for themselves what is right or wrong.
0: Well, uh, website m t i m t i dot org dot i l slash e n for the English site. Again, that's m uh, Website is i m t i dot org dot uh, i l slash e n that can get you their English website, and uh, you can have an opportunity there to donate to support the cause to see their. Uh, to see the videos there that explain and uh, which show you some of their activities, etc., etc. Eitan Meir, best to uh, everybody at M-Tier 2, and thanks so much for joining us today.
4: Thank you very much. I appreciate it.
0: 17 minutes after 8 o'clock, more coming up. It's a three-weeks format uh, Tuesday here at JMNAM. Tomorrow, don't forget, it's Bike for Chai. We'll be at the start line um, with Bike for Chai, the incredible event. It starts in Connecticut 180 miles later on Thursday afternoon. We'll be up at Camp Simcha doing our webcast as the finish line becomes the focal point of the uh, Bike for High ride. It's all coming up starting tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM.
1: Uh-huh. na 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 ma na na ma 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 yama ya ma ma ya, ma ma, ya ma 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 tirida. na na hai nana mai nana mai nana mai nana hai nana mai nana mai nana mai nana hai nana mai nana mai nana mai nana hai nana mai nana mai nana Na na ma ya na na La Yama mama yama mama ma ma he is so. He's a bit of a I did la 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 I'm the hospital. I'm going to go to the No, it's to
0: Jam and the AM with Ari Goldwag. Three weeks format Tuesday here at 91.1 FM. 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial. Special hello to those who are uh, heading from the Catskill region to the New York, New Jersey area and listening to 90.1 FM. Uh, on the web, we're at jamandam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Uh, tomorrow we'll be uh, broadcasting from Bike for Chai. Uh they have been uh raising money on their website bikeforchai.com for quite a while at this point reaching record breaking totals. You can go to the website and participate bikeforchai.com bike the number 4 com for information. Uh so that's happening there at the uh bike for chai website. We'll be there tomorrow morning Then Thursday afternoon at the finish line. You'll start to uh, hear our report from the finish line area about 1.45 p.m. Eastern Time on the stream at jmvm.org and on the NSN app. We look forward to bringing that to you. Uh, Tomorrow morning we will be uh, broadcasting as the ride begins. and It's always an amazing sight and uh, just an incredible feeling watching the riders embark on 180 miles. ...to their final destination of Camp Simcha. Ellie Gerstner was scheduled to join us here at JM and the AM. Um, not quite sure what happened. I assume he'll join us at some point. Uh, at some point uh, here. Um, there's a... Um, and we mentioned this back in January, you'll recall... There is a uh, a tour, not just a concert as it was back in January at Lincoln Center, but an actual tour of a time for music, the Haas concert so to speak. And the New Jersey show has been announced. The State Theater in New Brunswick, New Jersey is going to be the place on the 21st of August. August the 21st which is the Sunday of Shabbos Nachamu weekend. It'll be that Sunday that the Camp Haas concert is going to be taking place down at the State Theater in New Brunswick. And those of you who have never been there, I've been to the State Theater in New Brunswick. It is a wonderful venue. It really is a great venue. And um, that night they'll have a, a great lineup and a wonderful show. And when Ellie Gerstner joins us here at JMNAM, we'll give you more information about it for the 21st of August. I want to wish good luck to our friends at Project Witness. Their documentary premiere is tonight. That happens in New York City. um, At Gustavino's on East 59th Street. That's happening tonight. It's called Daring to Rescue. The original riveting documentary of untold stories of Jewish heroism during the Holocaust. And Rabbi Lau is going to be speaking. Uh, 718-WITNESS for information. 718 Witness. Or Project Witness org. Project Witness org. A reminder this Sunday at the Mizrahi Synagogue on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, there'll be a morning of learning on the theme of Yerushalayim in preparation for Tishabov at 249 East Broadway at the Mizrahi, with guest speakers by Aviad Bodner and our very own Mayor Weingarten. Shachris begins at 8.30, followed by a light breakfast and sessions. Information is rahi.les at gmail.com. Is rahi.les at gmail.com. This coming Thursday here at JM and the AM, tomorrow is Bike for Chai. On Thursday here at JM and the AM, Keep Alive, K I P P A, Keep Alive, are supposed to be here in our studio. The final day of our three weeks format will be a live a cappella performance here at JM and the AM. Keep Alive, a group from Israel that we are told have uh, already made their mark in certain places here in the U.S. Apparently they've been uh, performing in certain camps and bungalow colonies, etc. So Keep Alive is going to be joining us here at JM in the AM. And uh, that'll be uh, this coming Thursday morning for a performance about 7.45ish or so. Uh, here at JM and the AM. So we're looking forward to that. And that'll be a uh, a big bonus in our three weeks format. Next week, our nine days format here at JM in the AM. Before we get to Tisha B'Av, which is a week from Sunday. Cloudy skies, a high of 77. Yerushalayim is at 87. Up in Guilford, New York, our friends at Camp Misora, are 65 degrees. Heading up to 72 later on as we send regards to Ari and Joseph and everybody up at Camp Misora. Meanwhile, we continue with Schlockapella. This is JM in the AM.
1: Well, this tribe would pick up sundries. Dan would walk behind the rest. But one man could fight on any day. From Jacob he was blessed. Had not touched wine, and an angel told his mom this was the time. What's the secret of the strong Jew? Samson's flowing hair, so wise. Well, I'll try to get it from you. Performance time Can you leave me by? Bap to us, ban to us, to us, to us, to us, one us, do it again. so I am
0: version with Shari Zimra here on a JMM Tuesday. 71 degrees, cloudy and a high temperature of 77. Got an amazing call <clears throat> from Rabbi Mickey Orlean. Told me about the birth of his uh, great-grandson. Mazel tov going out to uh, Asura and Avrami Rosenberg of Beit El Israel. They have a brand new baby boy whose name is Shmuel Dove. And uh, to the grandparents, Esther and Rabbi Mayer Orlean, and, of course, to the great-grandparents, Ethel and Rabbi Mickey Orlean. Uh, I should say Chaya and Rabbi Mickey Orlean. We say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Just amazing news and uh, yeah, news that makes me feel really old. Great news to hear during the summer. Love hearing about the Orleans all year round, but especially during the summer months. 12 minutes before 9 o'clock, JM and the AM. More coming up. This comes from AKA Pella. Reminder: tomorrow we're with Bike for Chai. Uh, we'll be at the start line tomorrow. Bike for Chai tomorrow morning between 6 and 9 here at JM and the AM. Then Thursday, a live performance of Keep Alive, a cappella group visiting our studio here on Thursday at JM and the AM. <laughs> mm-hmm me I gotta look that up. I, I don't remember whose voice. I have a suspicion whose voice that is. That background voice uh, toward the end. Gotta see if I'm right. Comes from AKA Pella from the adaptation CD here at J M the A M. Reminder: Thursday we have a live acapella performance coming up. Uh, keep alive. Keep alive. K I P P A. Keep alive. They're going to be in our studio here Thursday morning at J M and the A M. For a live performance. Tomorrow it's Bike for Chai, which means tomorrow morning, starting at 6 a.m., you'll hear us from the, uh, well, first from the pasta party that's happening tonight up at the hotel for Bike for Chai. And then tomorrow morning you'll hear us at the um, at the start line, meaning the beginning of JM&AM will be from tonight's pasta party, and then we'll continue for the uh, last couple of hours at JM&AM from the start line of the uh, Bike for Chai, which means that you'll be uh, listening in as we watch over 300 riders participate and uh, start their uh, incredible ride and it really is uh, it really is an incredible ride and if you go to the website you'll see that to this point uh, bike for high has raised uh, over 6.3 million during this show they went over 6.3 million and you can also see the list of those who have been uh, fundraising and working very hard to make sure that this uh, would be a tremendous success. So there you have it. You can go to the website and participate. bikeforchai.com. com. The number four is what you want to use. Bike four, chai. Bike four, Wrapping things up with Ellie Gerstner and the Chevra. It's Wednesday. It's Tuesday at JM and the AM. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Current to listeners to sponsor WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial broadcasting live. The Sonia and Robert Gold studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jamnam.org and on the NSN app. Well, tomorrow from Bike for Chai, make sure to be tuned in between 6 and 9 a.m. Make sure to be tuned in all through the day for our great programming and our a cappella three weeks format at jman.org and on the NSN app. And we speak to you tomorrow from Bike for Chai, which we are very much looking forward to. Thursday, live performance in studio by the acapella group Keep Alive on the final day of our three weeks format coming up this uh, Thursday here. At JM in the AM. Have a fabulous Tuesday! Till tomorrow, Nahum Segal reminding you remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.